the heart of the galaxy can only take so much until it breaks. Silhouette Zero presents Coruscant is Cracking. Hi, my name is Zoe Belinsky, and I'm playing Linla Shook, the Pantoran pilot. Okay, so um, I started listening to Silhouette Zero in about 2019. Uh, I've been listening to it uh, ever since then, an unhealthy amount of time. But uh, yeah, I listen to it for a lot of it. Uh, and what do I typically, typically do while listening to it? Anything, whether it's driving to work, at work, uh, doing chores uh, while I'm with my family, because we'll listen to it together a lot. Uh, we listen to it while doing everything. So, <laughs> yeah. Coruscant, you are standing in line at a depot. You have uh, your ticket confirmation in one hand and your comm in the other, and the comm is buzzing at you angrily. It has been blowing up for the past 10 minutes. You have been avoiding this call, but it's from Brunost, your first mate, and you know that, well, you can't put them off forever because they're going to wonder where you are. So up to you as to whether or not you want to answer this call right now. I, I sigh, looking at this comm link. Great. Now he's calling again. Fine, fine. We know what. We'll answer. We'll answer. Clicks on. Hello. You've reached the captain again. Captain, uh, did you remember that we're supposed to be leaving in about three hours? This is Brunos. He's your first mate. He's a caramel brown colored Zabrak. Hello, Brunos. Yeah, so, you know, typically when the ship leaves, the captain is on board the ship. So, just wondering if you're gonna be back soon, or... Now, uh, you haven't exactly been honest with Brunost about what you were doing? I mean, you, oh. you did know you were partly here to do the deals that you did, but you also knew you were here to see if you could convince your younger sister to join you on the ship. You haven't exactly told him that part of the plan. Oh, okay. So I'll leave it up to you. I don't know how much of the, the relationship you've thought about for this crew. Whether you would just tell him, whether you'd try to trick him, whether you'd order him to just shut it and move on. Uh, but it's completely up to you. Hmm. Well... Linla, while being a, uh, more of like a, 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 how do I say this? That older sibling figure, almost, you, you know, the, uh, commanding, but like at the same time, like if something happens to the crew, whoever did that to the crew is going to pay for it sort of person. But like at the same time, she would probably feel a little, you know what? She probably hasn't told Brunask of, of about her sister. And so she probably would be feeling a little like, well, I haven't told him. So it, it's kind it, 
you, you know what? It would be better if she just showed up on the ship rather <laughs> than... <laughs> rather than... Um, so, hey, I have a sister and she might be coming. Rather than... And, and then just, just have it be like, so, this is my sister. She's on the ship with us now. <laughs> then go through the whole thing of, you have a what? Uh, beforehand and just get it done then while they're leaving. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's so what is your reply to your poor uh, first mate here? Um. So, Comlink is ringing off the hook. I'm in line. Oh gosh, I should probably answer this. Not that I want to. Okay. Clicks on the Comlink. Hello, Bernast. What is it? <clears throat> Captain. Uh. Just kind of wondering where you are, since we're supposed to be departing in three hours. Oh, interesting. Can you not hear me when I do that? I cannot. Oh, well, that... I was like, why is it being so quiet? That is <laughs> outright bizarre. Yeah, I haven't I... had that problem before. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I, I can't hear. I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't know you were talking. No, no, no. I was, because I was using the effect. Oh, whatever. I'll just put the effects in and post that. <clears throat> Uh, uh, Captain, just kind of wondering where you are, since, uh, you know, we're, we're leaving in about three hours? Right, yes. It, apologies, Bernost. I'm in, currently in line, trying to get something done quickly. I'll, I'll be back at the ship shortly. Everything should be set up, right? It, everything, everything should be set up. I, I just need to finish this thing. Captain, you're using a lot. Yes. Of, you're using a lot of qualifiers again, like should and maybe and possibly. I get really nervous when you start using qualifiers. I've told you this. Yes, you're right. Right. Sorry. Everything's a little crazy right now with this being my home planet and it possibly uh, breaking into little pieces and trying to figure this out and help the poor refugees where we can, and... Uh, okay, look, just... Do I need to get Erda to, like, bribe a guy to buy us more time? Just, if I gotta, if I gotta bribe a guy, can you just give me a heads up at least an hour beforehand? Yes. Yes, I, I, will, I will do that. Hopefully, this business does not take that long, but um, it, it should go fast. Great. Okay. I'm gonna take an aspirin. And with that, he, he shuts off the communication. Oh. Uh, simultaneously, you feel a nudge at your knee. It is your BB unit, BB33. Um, what color is he or she? Um, he is probably, uh, gosh. Okay, Pantorans. Classy. Classier people, right? Usually, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like a black and copper, black and copper colored Ooh. BB unit. All right. So BB33 is kind of nudging you at your knee like, hey, hey, come on. It's our turn. And there's a um, kind of large bus size transport in front of you. And uh, you can see there's a droid. Um, there's there's a droid attached to the transport. So it's like it's got an upper torso um, only. And it's uh, checking the, the tickets as you are boarding. Oh, right. 
Sorry, BB. Here you go. Uh, I hand up the ticket. <clears throat> the droid processes it, processes it, and you step aboard without any problems. You have a seat. Uh, the transport lumbers forward and um, starts descending rather quickly into the darker portions of Coruscant. Um, while you are, while this is happening, there's a there's a recorded message going on in the background. It's starting in uh, strangely. Typically, recorded messages on Coruscant, as you know, being a local start in basic, and then maybe we'll cycle through two or three of more common languages. Mm -hmm. um, this one starts in Rodian, and and uh, roll me uh, some kind of knowledge check, like knowledge. What do you got? Core worlds or? But let me see. Let's look at this. Um. I do have a rank in knowledge alts. Um Okay, so do that. Uh, do so roll a yellow and a green against two purple. You get a blue because you grew up here. Okay. Uh yellow, green let me see. Yellow, green, two purple, and a blue. Oh please show up blue. Um Hey, two successes. Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right. So um, you know that this actually doesn't surprise you because this is a tourist bus. And you know that Rodians love to come to Coruscant on vacation. So it sort of makes sense that the first announcements would be in Rodian. You glance at the title of your ticket just to confirm you're, right, you're on the right tour. And you are. The Haunted Spooky Depths of Coruscant Bus Tour. As this Haunted Spooky Depths of Coruscant Bus Tour continues to descend, um, someone steps out from a... So imagine... Well, I don't know if you've ever been on a double-decker bus. Uh, I, I know what they look like. I've also been on, like, a double-decker train. So, okay. like... So, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> like, in or at least in, in England, like, the proper old-school kind... They have sort of a, mm -hmm. a spiral staircase that go up. Mm -hmm. So this is the same thing, except that it seems like the crew section of uh, this bus is on the lower deck of this um, hover bus, speeder bus, whatever. And so someone ascends through this rotating um, or this spiral staircase. It is a younger Pantoran girl. Um, in her early teens, like, or not early teens, like her early 20s, late teens, like 18, 19. And she's wearing the okay. uniform and she's got one of those headpiece mics. And she comes out, she's like, hello, everyone, and welcome to our spookiest, spooky, spooky tour. My name is Bree, and I will be your spooky tour guide for today. Um, that's, of course, your sister. Oh, uh, my face uh, lights up when I see her. Uh, been probably quite a few years since I left Coruscant. Yeah, like quite a few years since I left, left Coruscant. She would have been 11, 12, probably. Mm. Yeah. So it's probably very like, gosh, my sister, she's grown up. <laughs> she's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> so are you trying to get her attention or trying to play it cool or are you trying to hide 
think a mixture of playing it cool and trying to hide because I I haven't seen her or I haven't seen her in years I haven't I don't would would she come with me does she does she believe what, what's happening to Coruscant does it does she does she mad at me because I left <laughs> so just gonna kind of watch her and be like wow mm -hmm. these are all good questions so the only other question I have right now is what's the status with the rest of your family mm. Mm. good question <laughs> My character, wonderful character development brain wants to go. They're dead. You can but... do it. I, I go. I'm. I'm. I'm game for anything. Kill them off. Do it. <laughs> um. We we could absolutely just say that they were um orphaned, and um my character left to go make money, and she has been sending it back to her younger sister. But then recently, her younger sister, um, uh, uh, I don't know, I want to say like her, I don't know, that, you know, you know what, no, no, no. So she's been sending money back to her younger sister, right? But she hasn't, she's been too busy trying to make enough money to send back to talk to her sister. And um, her sister uh, was probably really mad at her for leaving her on Coruscant with like some old family friend or something. And so she probably would never have like tried to contact me oh so, so i'm making my own job harder <laughs> do i like it yes <laughs> okay so um roll me then something to try to keep yourself um below below the radar if you're trying to trying to sort of blend in so either cool deception um, whatever you think is more appropriate for the moment, or even stealth, I guess. You know, it might be stealth. Let's, let's see. Um, stealth, um, cool. Oh, cool is better than stealth. Um, check, oh, yeah, you know what? We're gonna go with cool, because I only have two greens, but I, in all, in the others, but I have three greens in cool. All right. So it's going to be two purple, one black, because it's been a while, and one black because uh, of the complexity of your family situation. Mm -hmm. And my pitiful three greens. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> mm. Okay. Did it show up? Uh, No, it did not. Didn't? Mm. Dude. You, um, you can just read it out. That's fine. Uh, The triangle and um the <laughs> so if you the... if you hover your mouse <laughs> over the symbols it'll tell you what, what the result is um shoot it's uh not telling me what they are crap no shoot um it just keeps asking me if it wants me to re-roll <laughs> um That's did weird. you want me to just like re-roll because it's not yeah try it it won't sh it won't show me okay um to okay um try this again so it came out with the same output but um is it showing up this time no i wonder did uh you know what oh uh, whatever just read just tell me what the symbols are um here one sec i can you know what i can i can send it to you is over it... the discord nah it's fine is it so like explosions reefy things um 
a triangle and a uh, sim the rebellions, almost like the rebellion the wing wreath. symbol. Okay, with yeah. A, yeah, okay. with the black circle. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so that one, so the triangle's a failure, and the mm -hmm. little the little reef is an advantage. So you roll the failure with an advantage. Um, Failing so, forward. Yeah, so um, <laughs> keep that advantage in your pocket for a second. And uh, so you're sitting there. Now, I don't know what it was you thought you were going to do um, sitting in a bus there's not that many other people here, and you're Pantoran, blue skin, gold markings. Uh, you you kind of stand out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she's looking around, and obviously her eyes immediately drawn, like, oh, look, someone who looks like me. And uh, you can see, like, her face immediately sours. Like, it's confusion, and then confirmation, then irritation, and then really fake, fake smile. And she's like... I'm glad that all of you have managed to come here today for our very special tour. We'll be talking about all sorts of ghosts, legends, and myths that have haunted the lower depths of Coruscant for centuries. We'll find out about people who have been abandoned, people who have betrayed others, those who have been left as lost souls forgotten by the crushing power of capitalism and the pursuit of success beyond the world above. Ouch. We'll learn about all sorts of people. About people whose bloodline family mean nothing to them. And the horrible scars and injuries that has left upon the spiritual realm. <laughs> I mean, I kind of wish you'd rolled a, a threat so I could inflict some strain, but... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> emotional damage that's what we're going for right there oh 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 i am going to sit back in my seat and just... <sighs> so um then she, she kind of after that moment she kind of goes back into the pattern of her usual like routine you know that they're going to talk about the legends of Emperor Palpatine and the supposed Sith ghosts that wander below, uh, the legend of Mace Windu's hand that people have apparently seen crawling around, um, oh. looking endlessly looking for his lightsaber, uh, <laughs> just like dumb ghost tour <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so while you're sitting there, would you do me a favor and roll me a perception check? Ooh, okay. It's okay. gonna be two purple. <laughs> One second, let me find where my where I put my perception. Um, why can I not find this? My apologies. One second. Uh, you, have um, a, you have a yellow and a green. Okay, a yellow and a green. Okay. <laughs> uh, a yellow and a green. And um, what was the difficulty again? It's two purple. Okay. Um. So, um, uh, hexagon, two hexagons. Uh, that's, that's two threats. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, you are too, you are too distracted by the emotional flurry you've been undergone to notice anything around you. You're just sort of stuck in your own head at the moment. Uh, but what you oh, do no. see immediately, of course, is that someone else is coming up from the stairwell. 
wearing the same uniform of the uh, ghost tour. Now, their uniform is a, I'm going to say it's like a bright red, and it is sort of like doesn't really fit the mood that they're going for. But clearly, these, uh. these, they, they work for like a, you know, like a corporation that does different types of tours all throughout the, the planet. And so, therefore, they just have one uniform, even though it's like thematically inappropriate. Uh, so it's like a bright candy red um, uniform. Now, the, the other person coming up, though, um, the uniform is, you know, uh, I guess similar to that of like a flight attendant where you've mm-hmm. got like a kind of a blazer. This guy is coming up. He has cut off the sleeves um, and, and it's a human. He's, uh, he's about the same age as your sister. He's got a mohawk and uh, a... A, oh, no. um, a nose piercing, uh, tattoos. Um, yeah, for some reason, he has cut off the sleeves of his uniform and it kind of looks cool, you have to admit. And um, he's definitely not wearing the uniform appropriate pants. He's wearing some sort of like um, blue jeans and he's probably got a wallet chain. Um, and he comes up and he's, he, he kind of leans over to her and he's like, hey, babe. Um, why are you getting all off script? And she's like, oh, now. And you can see he like tries to like hold her and she kind of brushes him back, like, not now, we're working. And he kind of shrugs and um heads back down to the lower section of the of the transport. And so at the end of her patter, she says, All right, now um it'll just be a, f- a brief five-minute flight before we get to our first stop. Um, and then I will rejoin you then. If you have any questions, feel free to signal me. And she turns off her microphone, turns around, and is staring out the window. Oh, dear. Uh, BB-33 oh, BB goes, <laughs> I know, I didn't exactly like the looks of him either. Doesn't look good enough for <laughs> I can't even finish that. Okay. Uh, um, I, um, <clears throat> I stand up, adjust my uh, captain's suit it doesn't look like fancy and posh it looks like um well it looks like something a regular captain of a ship would wear um and um straighten it somewhat and walk forwards um hello sister she stiffens hesitates as if she's perhaps contemplating maybe just straight up ignoring you then uh, turns around, gives you a polite but abrupt nod. Hello, customer. Is there a question I can help you with regarding the ghost tour? Um, <clears throat> I suppose there's a small question. Um, would you be free to possibly meet up afterwards? Um, got, um, you remember the restaurant? Mother and father used to take us. And just, I I need to talk to you, and hmm. I'm sorry. I, oh, so now you I need to talk to me. Life. Now, now you need to talk to me. After seven years, seven years. It's not. It, it's not. It wasn't what. Gosh, thank Farrick. Look, I do. I need to talk to you, and I'm. I. I'm sorry. I really am. I can't. I I had my reasons for leaving. 
I didn't I didn't want to and I will go and sit down now because obviously I am in the way of your job at the moment. They left too, you know. They left too. They did what? They left. The garrisons. Remember, the people that you left me to live with? They left. I did not know that. Do you know when they left? I don't. Five years ago. I... uh, A look of absolute, utter... uh, A look of, like, betrayal and rage crosses my face as she says they left because I did not know this at all. I had been keeping in contact with them, and they told me she was fine. (laughs) I sent them money. (laughs) They said she was in school. I'm not happy about this development. Someone's going to be contacting the Bounty Hunter Guild later. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I have enough money saved up for a decent bounty on the head. Someone's going to be suffering later. Very much so. And preferably they shall be brought to me alive so I might torture them. <laughs> uh, so as you're sort of muttering this, contemplating with shock, um, again, the, the the Mohawk guy rushes up the stairs. Hey, babe, you all right? This lady bothering you? And he tries to look intimidating. I look down my nose at him. <laughs> I'm in no mood for Mohawk Man right now. Yes, Dylan, everything's fine. I can handle it, believe me. This customer was just returning to her seat, so we can continue yes. the tour. Of course, of course. I, um, it was nice talking to you. I'm going to need to make some important calls. I stiffly turn, give her a slight nod, ignore the Mohawk. And walk back to my feet. Uh, Mohawk man Dylan tries to put his arm around her possessively, and then Bree just sort of shrugs it off, like, get off me. Like, it's not not that. Um, When you get back to your seat, BB33 has a little hollow projection going on, and it says, uh, possible plan? Question mark. And it has a diagram of him rolling up to your sister, firing a pellet of some kind of gas, and then dragging her off the thing. It chuckled despite myself. <laughs> BB, I'm in public. I'd, such adventures should be kept for later times. Well. When, yes, yes, I know. I'd like to do that too and get her away from that thing. But we'll hopefully be able to talk to her after this bus ride and work things out with her and figuring out why the heck I've been sending money and it hasn't been going to her. And we'll also need to set up a bounty. Very large one. Yes. He inquires if he should ask... Um if he should relay that information to Erda. Erda is a is one of your crew members. He's a Rodian. He's the numbers guy and the legal expert. So he does all like the business dealings. Oh, uh, he doesn't. BB. He he doesn't doesn't quite know about this one yet, darling. He doesn't. Yeah. I haven't exactly told anyone other than you. So wow. at the moment, no. 
He says, I'll think of a new plan. You do that. You do that. I I think I need to calm down for a moment. <clears throat> I oh. sit back against the seat and stare out the window. <laughs> <laughs> over the uh, over the background, you can hear the speaker coming on and says, Our first stop here is the haunted tombs of the fallen clone soldiers. Now, there's no... The official Imperial government records and the Old Republic records have never confirmed that there's a clone tomb buried down here. But many generations of them, and the bus kind of coasts to a stop. Um, Bree looks around, looks a little confused, and goes, "I'm sorry," and then realizes her mic isn't working. Goes, "Sorry, everyone. Um, I'll just check on what's going on." And she rolls, like rushes down the stairwell. So, uh, you know, I mean, you're you're a pilot. It hasn't lost complete power because you're not plummeting to your deaths. Um. But for some reason, you've lost partial power because the bus is just sort of floating there. Um, Interestingly, it's kind of in a spot where it's kind of a tight fit. So, like, you guys were passing through um, two narrow walkways on either side. And it looked like you were about to kind of either ascend or descend below a third walkway that's right in front of you. Uh, Roll me either cool or vigilance. Okay, let's look to see what we have. Um, let me see. Um, do um vigilance. I have a yellow for cool. I have three greens. So in general, three. more dice three is greens. better. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Three greens is better than a yellow. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, what's my difficulty? We're going to go with cool. Okay, it's going to be um, three purple. Ah, three v three. Right. Uh, two successes and a threat. All right. So as you're sort of sitting there, uh, your captain senses are tingling, and you kind of look around at the walkways, and you notice there's people on them. There's people on the walkways that are trying to not be noticed. Um, and you can see, well, let's just put it this in the best way. You've got a bad feeling about this. Oh dear. Um, all right. Uh, I've lived on Coruscant. I've lived on lower levels. Um, is there anything I can notice about these people that might tell me what they're trying to do or who they are? Uh, with a threat... Not, Not really. much, I'm guessing. So, um, I'll give Ooh. you... Basically, I'm giving you one action here to do something. Um, if you want to use that action using perception to get more info, you can. Or you can sort of decide you're going to do something else. But it's not... This is not a good situation. There's no... Because it's a success, this is not like a, oh, I'm misinterpreting this. This isn't like a surprise birthday party or something. This is not going <laughs> to be good. <laughs> this is not good. Um, okay, uh, you know what? Uh, because I know that uh, this situation is not good at the moment, um, we are we are just going to get up, and we are going to head to those stairs, and we are going to walk down those stairs and try and find my sister to tell her 
things aren't looking very good right now. Okay, so you make your way to the stairs, you sort of, you know, rush down it, BB's right behind you, and then right as your head clears the, like, the lower part of the deck above, you just hear an eruption of blaster fire from all three walkways, just the, the whole bus shakes and rattles, you hear yelling and screaming and glass shattering, um... It's just utter chaos. This seems like some sort of hit is being taken out. It's like, you know, Godfather 1 at the toll booth. Um, and of course, you instinctively sort of throw yourself the rest of the way down to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, you, So the lower section here is definitely the control room. You can see there's the pilot seat. There's um, like some different bits of the engineering for the engines, for that kind of stuff. Um, and really there's only two crew members here. There's, uh, Dylan, the Mohawk man and Bree who are both looking a little bit freaked out right now. There are some windows on your side and you can see the blaster bolts cascading into the other thing. And then interestingly, um, something you do start to notice is that the blaster bolts start shooting at each other, which is a little bit confusing, but that's the situation. Mm. Shooting at each other. Hmm. My brain immediately goes, is it rival gangs? Or is it two different, probably rival gangs? <laughs> but I don't know if my character would immediately go and think that. So, um, uh, she's going to uh, get up from where she tumbled down the stairs or threw herself down the stairs. She's going to quickly, or I'm going to quickly walk over to my sister. Oh, you're right. Where's the cat captain? Captain, this isn't the ship. This is a tour bus. It's just the two of us. What's going on? I don't... We're under fire. What do you think is happening? It... it. Where's the pilot then for the ship? There's a pilot seat right there. Where's the pilot? I'm the pilot. It, you're the pilot. <laughs> you're the pilot. Oh. We're screwed. We're screwed. Heaven preserve The force save us. We're screwed. Do you know why this bus... Do you know why the bus has stopped? Is something wrong with the repulsors underneath? Well, no, it wouldn't be the repulsors, then we'd be falling to our death. Is something wrong with the engine? You hear BB from back, and then the engine's working again, and the bus starts kind of lurching forward, although nobody's currently controlling it. Uh, I think I scramble towards the pilot's chair, and I quickly hop in and grab the controls. All right, piloting planetary, please. Um, Yay! Let's go! <laughs> um, that is two yellow and a green versus... So I guess the question is, what are you going to do? So minimally, you have to either pull up or dive down to avoid crashing straight into the walkway in front of you, unless you're going to try to pull a click and just ram them. <laughs> you do have to... <laughs> Remember that the uh, that the top deck is full of passengers. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> uh, I will be honest with you. I was considering pulling a click. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> but Linla would not consider that. She would immediately go, there's people firing on this bus. People are probably getting hurt. Up, up is where it's safer. Up we go. <laughs> Ah, spo spoken like a true native Coruscanti. Yes. <laughs> right. The deeper you go, the more dangerous. So, um, it's going to be... Oh, boy. Um, 
Hold on, I need to check the silhouette rating on some of these here. Oh. I always forget where... Oh, it's probably a three. Okay, so... <laughs> um, as it stands, here's the situation. You don't have a lot of speed. It's a tour bus. So, in terms of speed options, you you have either go or not go. You, your maximum speed is one. <laughs> oh no. Um, you're a silhouette three vehicle. And so, how that works out in terms of the piloting check is that when you're doing a difficult terrain check, which is what this is, you have to do your purples are the higher of either your silhouette or your speed so in this case it's the silhouette three so you have three purple then it's the other one is how many reds you have divided by two rounding down so fortunately because you are only speed one it's it's zero reds so because it would be half a red rounding down is zero so but you do have handling minus two, which means that it's two oh, blacks. <laughs> but you do remove one black for your piloting mm -hmm. talent. Yes. So your final pool is going to be piloting planetary against three purple, one black. Right. Let's roll it. Two yellow, a green, three purple, and a black. And I get a success and two threats. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, you pull up. Everyone is actually reasonably impressed with how well you were able to pull up this tour bus. The blaster bolts uh, are no longer raining into the passenger compartments. The two threats here is that, uh, firstly, you're going to take one strain just because of the stress. Mm-hmm. And then the the vehicle itself will take a system strain because you are pushing its engines to the limit here. Now, it doesn't have much system strain, but you can always use BB to uh, fix it if you need to. But anyway, there you go. Yeah. You're, you're zipping upward. Um, both. Well, Ooh, you uh, I was going to say Bree, I... Bree's sliding back, but she grabs onto one of those like uh, poles. Dylan falls like all the way over and she, he's all like, oh, dude. <laughs> I didn't know the bus could do that. That's because you're probably not a proper pilot. <laughs> and I continue to pull the bus up. And seeing him fall to the floor, I will use my advantage that I did not use earlier to get back a strain if I can, seeing him fall. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Beautiful. So your strain is back to zero. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. So you're heading upwards. Um, what do you want to do at this moment? Um, I am. Um, you Mohawk man, get up those stairs. At least peek your head over the edge and see how many passengers either hurt or dead or injured, and and see if anyone else is up there that shouldn't be there. Thank Why can't this thing go faster? Okay. So. Um, uh, he's like, first, so Dylan's like, no, I'm not going up there. I'm, I'm, no way. And Bree kind of rolls her eyes. I'll do it. And she rushes up the stairs before you could even mention to stop her. Uh, a moment later, two other people come down. Uh, now, you you would have noticed this had you 
pass your perception check earlier, but there were only two other passengers on this bus. So thankfully, nobody's dead or injured. Uh, <laughs> the first is an old man who uh, is carrying, like, he looks very professorial. He's wearing fancy uh, Coruscanti clothes, and he's carrying, like, multiple containers, like suitcases with him. And he looks very okay. worried. Uh, the other is a mysterious-looking, um, how would I put this? It's, a, it's a, like a, it's a very petite figure wearing a lot of robes, so you can't really tell who or what it is. You don't know if it's in what alien species, what gender, what age, uh, but you can tell that the robes are very, very nice. Um... And, and this person looks very, very important. Everyone's okay, mm. says Bree. And, uh, you know, interestingly, simultaneously, Dylan, the old man, and the mysterious figure simultaneously say, they're after me. And then they all look at each other and they go, they're after you. Oh, yeah. good. I'm, I'm glad no one else is hurt, um, Bree. Um, uh, while I'm piloting out of this situation... Who are you two? What are you doing on on my sister's bus? And why are people after you? <laughs> mostly Bree, you, as you look at Bree, she's mostly staring at Dylan because she seems to be very surprised that Dylan would say that they were after him. Uh, so the, the, the professorial man starts and goes, yeah. Oh. I didn't realize it was Dylan who said that. I thought it was the old man and the mysterious figure who had both said that. It's all three. All three of them said all it. All three of them. Okay. I turn and glare at Dylan. I think Dylan should start. What do you think, sis? I agree. And uh, before... Well, actually, roll me a... Um... Vigilance, please. Oh dear. Um, vigilance is with my. Uh, oh, vigilance. One yellow. Right. Um. Okay, against. I'm, I'm gonna roll something here. Okay. So I rolled a yellow and a green against your red, since you're doing a defensive check. And uh, before you can, before you even notice it, Bree has stolen your blaster out of your holster and is pointing it at Dylan. <laughs> I a blink in surprise, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, I didn't like him anyways, but... Free, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with my... I don't think you're quite licensed to be carrying that. What are you doing? I thought you liked him. I do like him. I just don't trust him. Hey, what are you talking about? Tell me what's going on. Well, I mean... Tell me what's going on now. I know you've been hiding something from me. I'm not cheating on you. I didn't say cheating, did I? Well, uh, no. I wasn't thinking you were cheating on me. Although, now I'm kind of wondering if you are, since you brought it up. What's that about? You got a guilty conscience? Babe. Stop calling me that. Uh, they, they're getting a little off topic. Darling, <clears throat> sister, you're getting a bit off topic. Not now. She waves the blaster around. That's my blaster, and you're going to shoot someone with it. At that rate, it, give it back. 
Uh, roll me a we can deal with doing later. Roll me a leadership. Oh no! Time to put this to the test. I thought I put some. I did. I put skills into that. I have two yellows and a green. How much am I going against? All right, it's two purple, and you get a blue because you just saved everybody's life, and so everyone's already feeling like you're the you're in charge. All right, against a what? Two purple. Okay. Two yellow, one green, one blue versus two purple. Um, two successes and two advantages. Beautiful. So Bree lowers the blaster, hands it back to you, uh, and everyone just starts complying that it's time to, to fess up. Dylan says, all right, one of those is the, the, the bleak strikers. I owe them some money because uh, for spice. You told me you quit doing spice. It's old. It's an old debt. Oh, dear. And what about you two? Hmm? Why are they? Why are they supposedly after you? You go first, old man. Oh, hold on. I need to do one more. I gotta do one more. I have to keep up my naming convention. I'm Professor Minori. Uh, I'm. I'm in possession of a very intricate star map that could lead to a hidden civilization full of important technological advancements that have been lost for centuries. I've only continue. Uh, I've only recently um, finalized my astrocational foundings due to the updated drift of the galaxy, of course. And now that I have the map, uh, people want it. Foul people want my map in order to get this power for themselves and probably create a new empire. I have to get my map out of here. Old tech, not a... All right. Okay. Spice user. I'm not going to finish that sentence. What about you? Um, my name... Figure. My name is Zafarina. I am a princess from my world. I am due to be married in three days. However... Our rival clan wishes to kill me or kidnap me before the marriage can happen, as it would solidify our union. And it's just kind of going on about some political thing you have no idea about. Great. Great. We've got delusional spaceman, um, possible runaway bride, and a spice user on the bus with my little sister. And we're probably going to die. Right. So, <clears throat> Who exactly is after you? What do you know about them? And why would they ha- why would they have been able to find you if you're trying to be careful or stay out of sight? Except you, Dylan. You'll, you'll stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan goes, uh, they knew where I worked, and uh, I think they sabotaged the bus so they could kill me. Uh, Professor Minori says, I was supposed to leave the tour during the walking bit. Uh, the subterranean sections of the Jedi Temple, where I was going to meet an old friend of mine who was going to smuggle me out of here. And Princess Zafarina says, I stuck away from my royal guard so that I could enjoy the simple pleasures of tourism before I was wed and locked away in the Grand Crystal Palace. Oh dear. Looks like, do you, do, do you want to be wed? Is is this something that you you wish for your planet or something or uh, baby's yelling at you that there are speeders coming at you from behind oh, and the 
Pudding, hold on, everyone. Sit down or hold on to a pipe or something. Things are about to get a little rough. What's going to happen with Limla and her sister Bree? Well, we'll find out next time on the exciting conclusion of this two-part episode. In the meantime, if you haven't been following along on social media or the blog, uh, I hurt my leg pretty badly at the end of July. I was trying to jump over a stream, and I, when I say stream, it wasn't even like that big. It was actually kind of embarrassingly small. Anyway, uh, it didn't go well, and I, it turns out I tore my ACL. Um, so for a long time, it was really hard for me to sit at the computer um, at Sil Zero HQ because I couldn't bend my knee that way. Um, but I'm doing a lot better now. Hopefully I don't need surgery. I'm going to start physical therapy in a couple weeks. And, uh, you know, I don't need a cane anymore, so that's good. Anyway, uh, if you want to keep up with things that are going on, um, I guess occasionally I still post things to X, formerly Twitter. Oh, God. And then uh, I do have one of those blue sky things, although I haven't really figured out how to use it. And I think at this moment, I'm only following Adam and Ben. So I got to work on that. But you can always get the most important updates at SillZero.com, which is uh, the home of the blog. And then, um, you know, if you want to support patreon.com slash In the meantime, may the force be with you.